0: Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast, a monthly opportunity to meet and connect with Fairfax County leaders to learn about the latest county news and information and hear more on specific Fairfax County programs and services. Now, here's your host, Jim Person with this month's guest. Hello
1: there. Welcome to Connect with County Leaders. I'm Jim Person. On this edition, we're joined by Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill, who we have the pleasure to talk with every other month here on this podcast. If you missed last month's episode, I invite you to go back and give that a listen. We chatted with Fire and Rescue Chief John Butler. Good discussion there. On today's episode, though, uh, uh, County Executive Hill here with us to talk budget as well as the county's new strategic plan initiative. So, Mr. Hill, welcome again to another episode of Connect With county
2: leaders, well, Jim, it's always a pleasure to get the opportunity to sit down and chat with you. So, hello, how are you? I'm, I'm hanging in there, doing good. How about you? Hey, I'm, I'm just watching that big diet Pepsi or diet Dr Pepper. Diet Dr Pepper. I mean, why would you? do that to the Diet Dr. Pepper, but well, just, just have a Dr. Pepper, man. Well, you know, it's the only good habit I have is okay, diet. Understood, <laughs> understood, understood. Call me out like that. Isn't that what we do? <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: We're going to chat a couple of, oh, I don't know, just kind of easy topics to talk about. Budget, Fairfax County budget, Fairfax County strategic plan, but I want to ask you about weather first. Sure. Uh, um, a lot of questions. Um, Some from county employees, let's be honest about it, but also uh, some um, businesses followed the decisions of Fairfax County government. Uh, We haven't had a bad winter so far, but we've had a few little storms. Kind of talk to me about what goes on in the thinking about um, uh, county closings or delays or that kind of decision making for inclement weather.
2: Well, you know, we've had a lot of conversation about it. You know, my, my philosophy is that I have to make sure that we're good in the 406. And the 406, in my mind, is the 406 square miles that encompasses Fairfax County. If When I get a call at 3 o'clock in the morning, because our process starts at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning, if not prior to that. But right. we do have a phone call at about 3, 345, 4 o'clock in the morning when we have inclement weather. And then we go through a checklist of things of what's going on. If I believe that the roads are safe and passable in the majority of Fairfax County, my job as a county executive is to have government open because we service 1.2 million people. I understand the schools have a different way of thinking when it comes to their fleet because they have to go down roads. They got to pick up people. And I totally understand that. And Dr. Brayburn and I have a really good collaborative process. We talk a lot. I don't always agree with him. He doesn't always agree with me. However, he has to take into the fact that he has 190,000 school-age children that he has to worry about. And I get that. Right. My goal is always to make sure that our, our staff are able to get here safe and sound. Some days... It's a little bit trickier for others. Um, the last time we had a snow event, I called Tony Castrilli, who lives down in the southern part of the county.
1: He's the director of public affairs for the county, by the way.
2: Yeah, OPA, Office of Public Affairs. So, yeah. you, These acronyms, I'm still not there yet, man, yeah. but that's okay. <clears throat> so I talked to Tony, and I said, hey, any snow down there? Tony sends me a picture, Not a nothing going on down mm-hmm. in the south county. I'm in Springfield District, nothing going on. But you know, maybe in Drainsville you might have a little a little snow. But in Loudoun County, they had inches of snow because Kathy Spade sent me a picture. I understand we have employees that don't all live in Fairfax County. Right. However, my first the first process, the first thought is, are we good in the four oh six? I draw a line around Fairfax. If the roads are passable, if the police are saying the roads are passable, VDOT does what they do. I want to ensure that we're open. Now, key thing with me, your family's first. If you believe that you cannot get to work in a safe fashion, stay home. Mm-hmm. Don't come. Don't wait for me to say liberal leave because liberal leave and unscheduled leave to me doesn't give you a day off. It just says if you need a day off, you don't have to have it pre, pre, pre-approved. predetermined, pre-approved. So I, I look at that and I say... It's liberal leave. You take you take it off. I'm, I understand that you have issues with children, child care. I understand that. But again, the superintendent and I have a different type of thing right. that we have to do. He's worried about the 187,000 students. I'm worried about the 1.2 million of our population
1: who pay taxes and expect and county expect county to have us.
2: Yeah, and it, and it's so interesting to me. The philosophy of business has been we're going to wait for Fairfax County. I've had so many business people call me and say, Thank you. Because we follow your, the way you do it. And, you know, in hindsight, we lose a lot of business because of it. That's true. Losing a lot of business, losing the ability for the revenue to come in, also hurts, guess what, our budget and my ability to help compensate staff in a, in a proactive fashion. So going through the whole process, you have to really think about what happens to close county government hmm. it's about $850,000 for for a day just to close it
1: okay <laughs> okay just
2: to close it okay okay we're closed and i have an additional 850 on my budget because of overtime and various other th- a sundry of things that's the cost so it is in our best interest to try and have business as usual hmm. most days I will caution, and I will say this, if I believe it is unsafe for us to get into work, we're not going. I have to give Dave Rohr a lot of kudos. 9 out of 10. Deputy County Executive. Deputy County Executive for Public Safety. 9 out of 10 times when we have an event coming, 2 o'clock in the morning, this guy's calling me saying, hey, the roads are clear, boss. And I'm saying, yeah, I just passed you. (laughs) You know? And he's like, what are you doing up out? I'm doing the same thing you are because we have a commitment to ensure that our people are going to be safe driving in fairfax county we drive the entire county when we have inclement weather it doesn't it's not probably a good thing because chief rossler police chief always gets on me he says sir you don't need to be doing that yes i do because i want to make sure that we make an informed and an accurate decision Mm -hmm. and I, i i just would like to add that Police,
1: fire and rescue personnel, emergency management staff, all of these are monitoring 24-7, looking at the weather, working in cooperation with National Weather Service. So a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we don't necessarily hear about.
2: Absolutely. So if we activate the EOC, there's a, there's a process. Uh, we have at least 60 people on our calls trying to figure out of what, what's the next thing to do. It's a plan. Mm-hmm. It is not a, something done in a vacuum. All right. All right. Enough on weather for
1: today, because I want to make sure we get enough time to talk about budget and strategic plan. Which well, let's I know keep
2: st- talking about weather. That's fun. Well, I want to <laughs> put you on the spot
1: about budget and strategic plan. See, I know strategic uh, plan so. is, is your thing, so I want to make sure we talk about that. Budget. Um, we're in the month of March. Uh, I already presented your proposed uh, budget to the Board of Supervisors. A lot of uh, things happening in, in March and uh, up until April when when the Board approves the budget. Um Kind of kind of highlights of the budget kind of kind of where we are at this stage
2: Well, I'll tell you this uh, this is my second budget in Fairfax County. Uh, this time um, I, I get to given I've given an overview of where we are. Um, we're looking at compensation increases we're looking at I believe a net ninety one in new positions, uh, majority in public safety and health and human services because those are where the needs are, and you will see those needs also become more part of what we're going to be doing going forward as we do the strategic plan which we're going to get to next. Mm-hmm. When I talk about the budget, 41 public meetings where Joe Mondoral, who is the chief financial officer, Christina Jackson, who is assistant director of budget and Phil Hagen, who is also in budget, we go out to the community and talk about what we're proposing, where we are and what things we're looking forward to into the future. Again, every budget, as far as I'm concerned, is looking three and five years down the line. So what I am trying to incorporate is a budget today that I can use three, five, and seven years down the line so you can see and we can metrics what happens. So we have a very exhaustive budget schedule. The Board of Supervisors, Budget Committee meetings, and then the public hearings that are coming up mm-hmm. um, later in the month. So we are, sorry, the month of April, I All should right. say. Not I'm trying to, trying to get it over as quickly as possible, right. obviously. But those are April 9 through 11, yes. I think. Public yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So we're going to go through that exhaustive process. But our job is to get out, talk, and make sure that our 1.2 million understand what we're trying to do in Fairfax County as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but 41. Public meetings, all starting at 7.30. You know, I'm not a night owl. <laughs> I'm, about 7 o'clock, I'm done. Right. You know, this job is taking me down. I used to be a night owl before I, hey, before I was before I came to county executive, I could stay up to eleven o'clock. Right. Man, at seven thirty I'm watching Jeopardy with my mom falling asleep.
1: Watching watching
2: the fish in the fish tank, right? No fish.
1: <laughs> no fish. Oh that's right. Just the just the fish tank. I forgot that. Just that uh you mentioned a couple of dates. April nine through eleven, the Board of Supervisors holds the the public hearings on the budget. Uh Um, they have their markup on April 30th, and I think May 7th, I think it is, is when they adopt the final budget. I want to go back to these public meetings, though, that you talked about, 41 public meetings, a lot of other avenues for the public to get involved and provide feedback. But specifically on these public meetings, what what are you looking for? What are you hoping that you and Fairfax County staff are
2: able to convey to the public that's there? And what do you want to hear from them? Well, what I want to convey and what we would want to convey is how we're trying to ensure that we're providing the best services that we can possibly provide for all of our residents. Uh, The Board of Supervisors has provided me with a framework of how we need to provision services, and I want to ensure that that framework is given to every citizen in Fairfax County. That's the key, ensuring that all citizens understand what our responsibilities, what our roles are, and how we're going to put everything on the table and move forward to ensure that those services are provisioned appropriately. That's what we try to communicate. What I want to hear back are the things that we're not doing well. Hmm. So we can figure out ways to ensure that we're hitting as many people as we can. Um, it's, It's a tough and difficult situation where you have concerns in drainsville are going to be very different than concerns in mount vernon juxtapose that to concerns in providence so trying to meld everything together in the nine districts is always something that we look forward to um right. uh, trying to, to 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 bring together right and i know we've talked about that in the past how do you how do you juggle the different
1: priorities and how do you make that thing happen but i i wanted to ask you this question before my my feeble mind forgot it <laughs> you you mentioned this is your second budget that you're presenting is this more of you feel your budget? Because when you were hired, you came on kind of midway through the the budgeting process, I guess, if you will. So um, this more have a, a a Brian Hill stamp on this one?
2: No, I don't believe so. I, I I think I think the Board of Supervisors puts the stamp on the budget. It's me and my team. We just figure out a way to cook the to, cook the budget. To mm-hmm. in, the, the, the ingredients to make the budget a, 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 a budget that people can uh, appreciate and a budget that we can move forward with. Mm-hmm. When, when you say put a stamp on it, there are some things that we have done in the organization. Yeah, um, organizationally there, there's a stamp of what uh, we're trying to do and we're trying to change. Um, the budget is the will of the Board of Supervisors and the way I look at life, they legislate, I implement, and that's the way it should always work here mm-hmm. in the, in the Fairfax County mm-hmm. um, a stamp no but I think there's some models of efficiencies um, that we could say that are things that maybe i brought up or maybe Joe or maybe uh, Joe Mondorio CFO or maybe Tisha Deegan deputy county executive for um, Human Services mm-hmm. or Dave Rohr public safety or, and Rachel Flynn mm-hmm. um, who is our deputy county executive for community development the way I look at life is we throw out ideas and then we talk about them and we can see if they're things that we can implement. And if they are and it does well, mm-hmm. good on them. Right. If we implement and it does bad, bad on That's me. That's right. <laughs> it's your fault. Simple. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Everybody brings their own um, <clears throat> flavor, their own experiences, unique talents to it. So, again, it's kind of putting it all, I guess. And I guess I, I didn't mean stamp. I guess just more of a kind of a felt like you had more input or uh, i don't know the word i'm looking for just kind of felt like it was more of more
2: of yours well uh, the last budget i thought was a lot of mine but even though i was only here maybe six seven weeks before we presented yeah um, the questions that one asks could change how you one present and two what's in it mm-hmm. um, i've had a, a year to really ask some serious questions mm-hmm. uh, this budget addresses many not all however it is still the will of the board. Uh, the board has a um, board guidelines and directions. The question is, how do we put all those together to right. provide you with a good budget? All right. And that's a perfect lead-in to strategic
1: plan, but I want to ask one more question before we get there. Um, I know there's a lot of major Fairfax County initiatives, and I, I'm sure I don't know all of them, but uh, gangs are a huge issue, the opioid crisis, which is a, a national crisis as well. Uh, A lot of talk lately about uh, energy, energy efficiency, that type of thing. Um,
2: How does that all play with the budget? Well, again the board has directed us to look at certain things. When you look at the opioid crisis in the United States of America, we're lucky in Fairfax County. And when I say lucky, our numbers are not the national average, but we are unlucky that we even have one person pass away from the crisis. Uh, We are well below the national average. However, I believe that is due to our diversion first and our ability to provision certain narcotics like Narcon to help prevent from folks how I'm um, overdosing. So we have a very, very, very good fire and rescue team um, that gets to where they need to get to quickly. Right, right. Luckily we have a staff that gets there in in a matter of time where it allows us to, to do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um when you when you think about the budget, that is something that we put into the budget to allow us to go forward. Diversion first is a big key, and 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 Supervisor John Cook from the Braddock District, who has been leading the charge. Unfortunately, um, he's decided not to run. He has been a champion of diversion first, so him and Sheriff Stacy Kincaid and the CSB are working together to ensure that we can move that forward. Because our beds are lower in our in our jails, which means we're we're spending less money in the jail, but more money in education and trying to make sure that our community continues to move forward, which I think is a great thing. Uh, We have some um, policy initiatives going forward with Diversion First, Uh, NACO is looking at us for a think tank, and we're trying to set up criteria so we can metrics. If you have these five criteria, how long does it take for us to get you off of whatever you're dealing with? Mm. And what is the cost so we can model things so when we get to the budget process, these five criteria, we have 50 people. It's going to cost us X amount to mm-hmm. get them to where we need them to be. Wow. Okay. Uh, a Confession, I lied. I have one more question about
1: the budget. You always <laughs> lie. <It's okay. laughs> Fairfax County Public Schools, they get more than half of the budget. 52.9%. And I don't know, but I assume there are less than 50% of the households in Fairfax County that have children? I don't know that, but percentage of the budget that goes to the schools. Some would argue it's too much. Some would argue it's not enough. You know, then there's Goldilocks who says it's just right. Um, thought about 52 point whatever percent going
2: to schools. Well, the, the, wherever I've worked, Beaufort County, South Carolina, James City County, Virginia, Fairfax County, 52, 55, 60 percent, pretty much about right. Some, some districts is 70 percent of the budget. Um, what you don't know about Fairfax County schools, 25 high schools, 26 middle schools, 161 elementary schools. Vast. Then there's, there's community, there's centers as well. So they have over 200 school settings throughout Fairfax County. There's 190,000 students. Mm -hmm. They have an employment of about 36,000, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So when you look at all the numbers, who's to say if 50% is enough or 60% is enough? The key is, are our children getting educated? And if they are getting educated, are they the best when they leave here? Because I need them to come back to help me and you and everybody else in Fairfax County continue to be the economic the economic force that we are. You know, 13.13% of the population of the Commonwealth of Virginia is right here in Fairfax. Wow. 24% of the net wealth is also right here in Fairfax. A little bit disparity, right? Mm-hmm. Well, 23 cents on every dollar we get back from Richmond. So, we need to continue to be our economic engine. How do you do that? It's through, education. through
1: education.
2: The higher our the, the, the better our kids are educated and they come back the better off we are. Mm-hmm. So you got 190,000 st- students in the system. That's going to cost you some money. Right. You know, uh, James City County, I believe it was about $12,000 a student. Here it might be a little bit more. It's going to cost you some money to highly educate. And that's what keeps our community as one of the preem- pre- premier communities right. in the United States of America. Right.
1: So education, um, economics, um, quality of life, health care, fire and rescue services, police services. You mentioned community services board earlier. Uh, we talked about opioids, uh, gang prevention, lots of county initiatives, county projects. That's where the strategic plan comes in. Yes, sir. So high level, what are we, what are we talking about when people hear this catchphrase, buzzword, this strategic plan that some people go, oh, strategic plan. What,
2: what, what does that mean to you? Well, it means a lot to me. Um, When I came to Fairfax County, I wanted to understand exactly um, what the goals of the board of supervisors were. We had 38 or 40 um, internal strategic plans, but I didn't see an overarching plan. I didn't see a plan of 7 to 10 just quality ideas of what we want to be and how we want to go there. Not vision statements, not elements, but actual goals. Goals that have capital and operational initiatives associated with them that can drive the strategic planning of our departments. We have 51 departments. Hmm. And I wanna make sure that when the board talks, we have something to to gravitate to so we know how to move forward. So in a, a, a past county, I'm able to, I was able to put one of these in place and then use the metrics to see if that is something that we wanted to do. The key to a strategic plan in Fairfax County is not only getting the board on board, it's also getting the staff on board, and it's also engaging and collaborating and communicating with the community. So that's what we've started to do. We're going to have community sessions throughout to see how people want to engage or not engage with what we're mm-hmm. trying to do, as well as our team, our team internally. So there's a process, I, and I broke it up into four cycles. So between January and March, we're starting to publicize the strategic plan. Okay. So we, have it, we did a, a, a survey. More than 10,000 people have taken the survey. All right. They asked several questions about what you would like to see Fairfax County be in the next 5, 10, and 15 years. Also, we need to know where you live, zip codes, so we can start plotting out how we move forward into phase two hmm. so we can basically go out and talk about the strategic plan and what things that you want us to talk about and bring back to the Board of Supervisors. So it's a very it's a very integrated process right. that we're going to be doing. But right. my goal is sometime in January of 2020. To, of 2020, I'm able to go to the new board and say, this is what we've learned over the last year. Tell us what your thoughts are, and between January, March, April kind of bring it all back together with the new board's thoughts. And the new budget. And the new budget. And we move forward. Hmm. Just,
1: I I had written down a few of these. Uh, Fairfax County Public Schools Strategic Plan, One Fairfax, Economic Success Strategic Plan, Housing Strategic Plan, Human Services Needs Assessment, Environmental Vision, Health Department Strategic Plan, Parks and Rec System Master Plan, Public Safety Staffing Five-Year Plan. Just a handful of these plans that everybody has that I guess we're trying to get an overall, overall handle, overarching view and well, how they mesh together?
2: Well, it's very simple. You know, When you look at the defined priorities for 2020 and beyond, you need to have those priorities set so we can mesh them together. I'm looking for the seven to 10 areas so I can just gravitate to those. So when I talk to staff, they know exactly where we're going and who and what and how to get there. Because we're going to have a a, a a roadmap of getting them getting them there. Hmm. Um, the community centric and quantifiable performance indicators are something that supervisors have asked me for metrics.
0: Hmm.
2: you if we do something, how do we know we're doing it right? right. or how do we know the public wants us to do it? Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really trying to to take what I hear from the board and kind of massage it in a such a way that we can implement. These policies, these legislative uh, uh, initiatives that the board wants us to move forward with, and so it's it's going to be, in my view, a very in, in, in inclusive plan that allows many staff to be involved. And my hope is that the staff that have been um, doing a lot of the uh, of the of the what I want to say, the the day to day operations, mm-hmm. can start thinking mm-hmm. outwardly hmm. and start thinking from the peripheral. To see, okay, I really want to know how a plan, how something that happens in the division of family services impacts public safety, because it can happen, and True. those two can, can can collide. And then when we make that when we make that change, I want to make sure that that person that's making that change understands the entire landscape of that superhighway that could impact that change. Because if we don't talk. Mm-hmm. We can keep making changes, and it's harder to unravel right. a bad decision
1: now is that that's not a, a problem just in fairfax county no. that's like a government or even a business problem I mean you've got divisions within businesses and corporations that that do stuff that the other division doesn't know and has an impact on them so absolutely how, how, do, how do we get there talk. How, do, how do you think that well okay talk we talk I mean some,
2: just last week, I had about 70 people in the room talking about the strategic plan. Superintendent Braybrand and his team were there. That's unprecedented in Fairfax County. The superintendent and the county executive in the same room talking about how we move things forward with our teams. It's just a different approach and a different approach. My vision is, is, is straight. I want to be able to take the board's initiatives and put something in place that allows us to run in a seamless fashion. The only way I know to do that is making sure all the chess pieces move together together. Mm -hmm. If they move one piece at a time and they don't talk when they're moving, we will have a problem. Right.
1: You might be good, but you can't be great.
2: You might be good, but you definitely can't be great. Yeah.
1: Fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan is the website where listeners can find more information. Uh, If you happen to be listening to this in early March, there's still a couple of more uh, what are called community conversations. These are these public meetings where you're wanting to get people to, to come and, and provide feedback, that type of thing, but if you happen to be listening after March 6th, uh, still encourage you to go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan, take the online survey. Now there is a deadline for that sort of, there's not really a deadline for the survey, but uh, the results are gonna be tallied uh, for a report to the Board of Supervisors, which I believe is March 26th, the report to the, to the Board of Supervisors. So go ahead and take that, that survey now. You mentioned it's a simple, I think, five-question survey, but it's not like a yes/no. There is a little little thought required. Well, of course, to it.
2: I, I want us to think. I, I want us to be thinkers and out-of-the-box thinkers. And you know, the way I look at life, there's no question is a dumb question because it, all questions deserve an answer. So I want you to think a little bit about where you want to be and how you want to get there. I, I'm doing brown bag lunches um, with 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 staff, and they talk about. They, they can't move up in the system. And I'm like, well, what have you done to ensure that you can move up in the system? And then I get that lazy uh, pause. <laughs> so, you know, I want folks to know that I'm an open guy. If you think you're that good, great. I believe that you're that good. Let's put a plan in place to get you where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Simple. This is why I walk around this building. And I I got to say, this building, sometimes walking around these buildings and Herity Panino and... um of the government center, people walk around with their heads down. I say hello to everybody I can. This is not New York City. We're right. Fairfax County. Right. You know, if right. guys got to be a little bit more happier. <laughs> Golly. Put a smile on your face. Man, put a smile on your face, Big Jim. I do. Right, well, you drinking can, Diet Dr. That's pepper. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know. uh, last minute or so. Is uh, it already a last minute already? Yeah, yeah. Time you flies really talk too much, man. I know I do. Okay, cool.
1: I'll try to give you some airtime next time. I appreciate that. Uh, we are going to be having you back, uh, see, March, April, May. You'll be back on the May edition. Uh, Again, this is the March uh, episode of Connect with County Leaders. Uh, We've talked a little bit about weather. We've talked uh, budget. We've talked strategic plan. Uh, Anything we haven't talked about or any final uh, thoughts, words of wisdom, any guidance, anything you want to say is uh, I'll just give you the closing thought here on the podcast. Well,
2: I want to say that you look absolutely impeccable, and I'm so happy that you're feeling better. You're doing what you do. And I love coming down and talking to you. I, I, I just want to say thank you for what you do. Thank you for Channel 16 allowing us to do these neat things. And uh, the young lady that you had on, on, on um, the County Conversation, county conversation a- absolutely excellent. But with the strategic plan, let me transition. It's also done in several languages, so you can pick a language. Good point. Good point. All right. So we're trying to be that open, one, Fairfax, inclusive community. We're trying to think outside of the box to ensure that we can bring everybody to the table so we can move forward. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate you giving me the opportunity to use this vehicle as many of the other vehicles to get our words out. Well.
1: Wouldn't happen without you. So
2: I don't know about that. I, it would happen with somebody.
1: <laughs> well, it was, it was your idea. Oh, okay, so, thanks, so, man. So, so, so thank you. <laughs> Brian Hill is the uh, county executive of Fairfax County, and he's with us on Connect with County Leaders. And again, we're fortunate to have him uh, every other month with us. And again, this is uh, the March issue, and so this is March, April, May. So he'll be back with us again in uh, May. Uh, thanks again to him. Thank you for listening, and uh, please, a little favor, if we could. Uh, Uh, Whatever podcast app you listen to, uh, give us a rating, a review, let us know what you think, add a comment. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Again, uh, be sure to join us again next month on Connect with County Leaders podcast as we chat with
0: another Fairfax County leader. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast to listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov/podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune into Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov/radio. For more Fairfax County news and event information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov/news. You also may call 703 Fairfax. That's 703-324 7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Or email publicaffairs at fairfaxcounty.gov. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.